This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for being a massive part of your morning routines with me. I really appreciate everybody always tuning in. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, let's jump into the chat and say morning to people. Matt G, good morning to you, to Kaiser, good morning to Black Shine, to Amira, good morning to Paul, to Rancid, to David, Peeny Ween, good morning to Yomi, Sanderman, we've got uh, David, we've got Carl, uh, good morning to Olu and Temi and Maximius and Stevie, uh, Sarvik, Chips and Peas, I've not seen in a while, uh, Mr. Estenolo, Panrasta, who I've also not seen in a while, and plenty of others as well. Always great to see so many regular and irregular faces uh, in the chat box. Uh, I hope you've had a great weekend so far and are hoping to look forward to ending in the perfect way possible with an Arsenal win at Anfield for the first time in 11 years. I know you've heard that statistic more than you've needed to, but it's just worth bringing up one more time how big of an opportunity this is to kind of put one of the biggest hoodoos of Arsenal's footballing history to bed. Right then, let's uh, let's jump into the chat, not to the chat box rather, let's jump into our stories. We'll be jumping back into the chat box shortly, don't worry. Uh, yesterday, Manchester City absolutely smashed Southampton. Erling Haaland getting two goals, scoring one, probably of the best goals this season with an acrobatic shot with his left foot. Really genuinely, I tweeted yesterday saying he's a cheat code and he is that absolutely silly. The fact that there's still something like eight, nine games to go for him this season and he's only four goals away, I think, from breaking the golden boot record. Um is mad and he will continue uh, to break these records, it seems, the longer he stays with City. Um, and I'm hoping that one day Real Madrid can take him away because Man City with Haaland in their team is is just silly. Just really, really silly. Meanwhile, elsewhere, Chelsea lost to Wolves uh, in a game in which kind of, I think, maybe made people realise that it's not 
just Graham Potter that's the problem? Um, Frank Lampard coming in and not having the start that he would have wanted, and that means that Chelsea remain in 11th place. But now the gap between themselves and the bottom has closed somewhat. Wolves climbing up to uh, 12th in the table, eight points behind Chelsea, who you'd assume are safe this season. Um, But if they continue to be in the place that they are, it's going to be very, very tight come the end of the campaign, and they are slipping further and further away from those European places. They're now seven points off of seventh place Brighton. Speaking of Brighton, (laughs) you know, I've had to do a fair few rants on the show in these morning shows this season, and I find myself continually having the basis of my rants about VAR, about refereeing. By the way, VAR is not the problem. The actual the system of being able to review decisions, the system of being able to review penalties, red cards, fouls, offsides, that's not the problem. The problem is the people behind the decision-making of VAR. And they're just not good enough. They are just not good enough. The the genuine, legitimate person in me wants to always lean towards talking about a person's ability rather than any ulterior motive. And they're making it very difficult, <laughs> very difficult indeed. But continually, I will I will stick by my principle of saying they are just not good enough. They are very, very bad at what they do. And continually, we keep seeing mistakes in the Premier League over and over and over again. I retweeted a, um, a Brighton supporter who called up TalkSport yesterday to kind of just ask the question, what's the point? What's the point of of even watching football, of getting invested in football, of continuing to watch a club play in the Premier League because we're not playing on an even surface because the officials cannot guarantee that there is an even playing field for every single player, every single team, every single manager, every single club. It can't be guaranteed because some games officials are good and make the right decisions and some games they don't. And some games they're just continually to make awful Awful choices, like we saw yesterday uh, with Hoiberg clearly fouling Cairo Mitoma. Um And I'll tell you what, we talk about the, the joke of apology forms for the likes of Rob Holding, Gabriel, people like this of this season. But genuinely, they must have, they, they'll be running out of ink at PGMOL for the number of apology letters they're going to have to send to Premier League clubs, players, managers, etc. Because it's just disgraceful and disgustingly bad. And when we travel to Anfield today, we just have to keep our fingers crossed that we take the game away from any potential refereeing decisions. We've got to just absolutely pray that the officials aren't going to get involved in this game. And by the way, I don't want to tempt fate, but Paul Tierney is the referee today and Arsenal have lost the last five games that Paul Tierney has refereed, um, which is mad. He refereed our game against Man United earlier in the season at Old Trafford and he refereed our game against Man City in the FA Cup earlier this season. So I'm not holding out much hope from a refereeing standpoint for today, but uh, we just got to try and do our business, play our game. Records, again, are made to be broken. So let's keep those fingers crossed that we can just take the game away from the officials. Now, Leicester are closing in on Jesse Marsh uh, to take over at the Foxes until the end of the campaign. Of course, Arsenal have already played home and away to Leicester, but Manchester City, our title rivals, of course, will still have to play against Leicester very soon. I think it might even be their next game uh, in the Premier League. So that's one to look out for. 
and how Jesse Mars might save Leicester. Uh, he also obviously has a problem like Yuri Tielemans to solve, which links into Arsenal as well, and how that might be different come the summer, whose contract runs out. It is expected he will leave. But from my perspective, I don't understand or see why we would see Yuri Tillemans move to Arsenal, but maybe I'm at the no on this one. Uh, there was no sign of Saliba or Inketia in any of the training photos that were uploaded. I combed through them to the best of my ability, looking in the background, looking in the, the blurry figures uh, in the perspective part of the out-of-focus areas of the photos. Could not spot either Saliba or Inketia to give us any kind of indication that uh, either player uh, will be involved in today's squad. We've so far seen no rumours to suggest that unless they've come out whilst I'm recording. But so far, I don't think we've seen any rumours that either player has travelled to Liverpool. Um, and if there's any indication either of of the moving up there with the team. So we'll keep our eyes peeled. Um, maybe there's been suggestions that you've seen in the chat box that you'll let me know. But uh, I've personally not seen anything. Noel says that he saw Saliba's leg in one of the photos. That's some eerily um, <laughs> accurate leg knowledge. Uh, no, but fair play to you, mate. If you think you saw Saliba's leg, I'll defer to you. But from my perspective, I've not seen either of them in any of the photos that we saw come out in yesterday's training session. Now, I can confirm that Arsenal will indeed be wearing their black iconic kit uh, in today's game, of course, with the graphics that have been uploaded by the Arsenal social media team. Uh, I, I wrote a piece two days ago, uh, a little bit of a light-hearted joke about um, Arsenal will be losing one of their most iconic figures in just nine games, obviously talking about the black away kit. And the photo I used, obviously, was always going to be a player which looked like they were saying goodbye in a in the black kit to kind of superimpose the effect of uh, it being the black kit that we were saying goodbye to. And so I chose Granite Xhaka because there was a really good picture of him and Arteta kind of hugging in the embrace of actually more so the kit. But the amount of people that thought <laughs> I was talking about Granite Xhaka leaving the club, you know, admittedly, I can see why people may have thought that. Um, but the whole joke of the piece was around uh, the black kit and the fact that we won't have the kit anymore uh, this season. But my goodness, I was getting pelters for writing that piece and for using that picture as well. Um, look, I, I apologise immediately if you thought I was trying to deceive. I certainly wasn't. It was a lighthearted piece about the black away kit. Um, but um, yeah, it was quite funny. Um, it was quite funny, but yeah, a lot of people got very angry with that piece, but it is what it is. I would rather, I want you to read the piece at the end of the day because I put time and effort into writing it, but um, yeah, it was it was rather amusing to see the reaction. I'm not going to lie because if you've read 99.9% of my other pieces, you know that's not my style at all. So, uh, but it was, it was just something I couldn't resist doing was writing about the black uh, kit because it just is such an amazing piece of artistic uh, brilliance of a football show. Right then, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, then. Uh, let's jump into the chat. Um, oh, yesterday arrived a package in the post, um, of which I'll be taking to America with me for Chicago, which is in scarily a week's time. So a week, um, a week, to, no, two days and a week from now, uh, I'll be heading over to the US. Looking forward to seeing as many of our US-based listeners as I can in our live podcast with the Arsenal Vision Boys. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, of course. Mike, Sophie, John uh, from TGT is also going to be there too. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. But uh, a special uh, a special bit of TGT uh, merch is going to be released for that event that will eventually be available for those in the wider uh, community as well. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. It looks good. I'm very happy with it. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting out there and seeing so many of you. Uh, do let me know indeed if you are going. Drop me a DM on social media and because uh, obviously it's, it's much easier for me if you come up to me and I'm like, oh, you're that's your name because the amount of times i'll head to the emirates and uh that was a great thing that happened the other week um i was i think it was the it would have been the leeds game i was walking to the press but uh the press entrance by the armory and this guy with his wife stopped me and went podcast guy <laughs> and he was like he was obviously tapping his off the shoulder it's, it's the podcast guy and she was like yeah yeah i know <laughs> i couldn't recognize obviously my voice blasting through speakers every morning at 8 a.m um but yeah do drop me a message if you're going uh I, I, it's always great meeting listeners and viewers of the channel um and uh, it's great to see so many of you so i look forward to it uh so nicholas says i'll be at the aaron chicago show it's yeah, it's it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. I think Aaron Chicago is gonna turn into a little bit of a TGT merch one day. Um, let's go to RRM who says, Tom, you have never read my questions, but I'll ask anyway. Well, timing of that. Um, aren't Caicedo and McAllister something we should go for? I'll pick them over Rice or Mount any day. It's ironic, isn't it? Because Caicedo and McAllister, obviously, I think of as more players that would be playing in the eights and the kind of either side of the left eights, and Rice actually more so as the DM player um so i don't know why you would pick either of them to be honest over rice i mean statistically rice is the better player i've gone into ex exceptional detail in using evidence to show people that rice is the superior player um so yeah certainly having a look forward to that uh, omar says question tom you've never read any of my questions that's not a question mate <laughs> It's not a question, mate. Uh, Martin says, what really annoys me is the geographical northern bias of referees. I think there is one ref from the south, yet at least 50% of the clubs are southern-based. Yet there should be greater diversity uh, amongst the location, amongst the background um, of referees uh, to get the best possible uh, collection of, of referees. The fact that it's not spread out is going to mean that you're not going to get an even fields of representatives unfortunately um omar says i'm not gonna lie but i have a bad feeling about today don't say that that's not what we want to hear we want to hear positivity uh george says greetings from texas uh tommy uh kept Sa salah really quiet last time uh zinchenko will be off his uh off on his little ballads that he does uh gabriel covers him and leaves holding or two jacker stays conservative and covers for the left back what are your thoughts 
I think we're just going to play our game, George. It is going to be dangerous at times. There are going to be opportunities for Liverpool on the break. There were for them against Man City. But we, if we approach the game like Man City approached their game against Liverpool, I have faith that we can replicate that type of performance. Because if you consider the fact that defensively they are very susceptible and they are going to try and attack because they need to try and win, ultimately. They need to try and get a win in this game. That uh, yeah, we just need to try and make sure that we play our game, do as best as we can to use the vulnerabilities that they have against them, and ride the wave of the Anfield crowd somewhat. I think an early goal in this game for Arsenal would be absolutely definitive. Um, but we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Um, Paul says, "Why do we have to change kits every season? Surely, if we have a really popular kit, uh, as in this season's away kit, it makes sense to retain it as the sales and revenue are going to stay high." guaranteed money um we have in the past kept kits for more than one season it used to be the norm back in the day um but even more recently in the 2010s we we definitely kept kits for more than one season so i don't really know why we have to change i suppose they think it's going to be more money but i'd argue that if you just re-release the black kit for this season it's going to be it would arguably still sell more kits than the actual new away kit might sell which by the way if you haven't seen the yellow zebra kit <laughs> it's terrible it's an awful awful kit i'll probably still end up getting it because you know it's uh potentially a title um it's, it's a kit you can get the premier league title badge on it if indeed we go and win touchwood so but yeah no uh it's it's not nice it's not nice at all abby tea or coffee tea all day long mate uh, akmal says why is it that most refs are from the north i don't know i don't actually have a clue why most of them come from the north it just it just seems to be the way forwards um Noel says, Tom, do you think Rice's availability is a big reason we want him, considering he's played every single minute this season, has barely gotten any injuries? Maybe that is a part of a factor in it, but I think the priority is always going to be the player's ability. And certainly Rice is is the is the reason why he's the number one target, because statistically and from an eye test perspective, he comes out better than Caicedo and McAllister, as two examples were given earlier. But obviously, Jude Bellingham, even though he plays slightly further forward, would still be my midfield priority but i don't think that's going to be possible unfortunately um steven says tom this is our year and nothing's going to stop us see i appreciate i appreciate the positivity that's what i want to see um daniel says how do we know the yellow tennis ball kit it's a great way of describing it as well is legit dan we don't obviously know for 100 percent certain but let's just say that from all of the signs that i'm getting it seems that is the one. I'm really hoping that they're all wrong. But from the signs that we're getting at the moment, it seems that that is the kit. Um, I hope that's wrong. I really hope that's wrong. But it just seems that that is indeed the one. The home kit, by the way, I really like. I really like the home kit. Much better than this season's home kit. Much, much better. I love the gold aspect on it. I know that some people aren't a fan of that, and that's fine. But for me, I love the home kit. I think the home kit's really nice. I just can't stand collars. I just... That's why I don't really like this season's home kit. It's got a collar on it. It just makes me feel like it's too formal. It's too... I don't know what the way to describe it. It's just... I just... Yeah. The retro collars, I don't mind. Like, from the old kits, there's some really nice ones. But modern day collars, I'm just not a fan of. Just not a fan of at all. Um, Ragnar says, also, what kind of fee do you think Juventus would ask for Kulisevsky in the situation given their current financial troubles? I don't know, but... Certainly, he has his form has dipped somewhat, but I think maybe that's part and parcel of being part of Spurs. Look, we were interested in Kulisevsky back in January of 22. Um, is he a player that I'd like to see come in and bring um, 
competition to Saka. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is a player that I'd like to see come in and give competition to Saka. It would be hilarious if we got him in. Said to be an Arsenal fan when he was younger. And I don't think that... I don't know what the, the spiel is with the whole obligation to buy, option to buy in his contract uh, at Spurs. Uh, I think there's something to do with them qualifying for the Champions League. But if they don't do that, um, I think it changes something regarding the clause. But I'd have to get that clarified. But yeah, there's there's some interesting things to be considering. Uh, Mohamed says, after watching him a lot, Sufin Amrabat is a world-class number six. I, mm, I don't think so, mate. Uh, Amrabat is a very good player. If we're talking about players of a world-class level, he hasn't done what he needs to do for me to be categorizing him as world-class. So I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, He's not that world-class player as of yet. If he was to move to somewhere like an Arsenal and be doing this on a regular occasion, doing it at Champions League level, doing it at even the level in Serie A and obviously playing for Fiorentina, not for me, not a world-class player at this moment in time. Very good, but I don't think he's on the level of some of the world-class number sixes that are out there. Like Thomas Partey is world-class as a number six. Um, Rodri is a world-class number six, you know, and Amrabat is not producing the performances of the same level of these guys. So for me, not yet, but potentially one day, but 26, 26 year olds, um, it's still got time to become that level. And I did watch every single Morocco game uh, at the World Cup. So I've seen plenty of him. Um, and he was very good at the World Cup. But no, Mohamed, uh, he's not world-class yet. Not world-class yet. Casemiro, another example of a world-class number six. El Nenny, another example of Daniel being silly. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zana says, do you think Adidas or any manufacturer would use social media as a barometer of a kit if it, need re- if it needed to be reworked or changed before releasing? Now, these kits are obviously um, created well ahead of when they're released. Well, ahead. like we're talking months and months and months in advance. And eventually we see, that's why we see leaks come out about these kits because they're produced so, so far down the line. But um, I think that it's probably set in stone at this point. Um, I'd be surprised if it changed it, if it changed it. But um, yeah, I I can't see that. I can't see them changing the kit, even if it was based upon a reaction that was really bad. Um, But maybe I'm underestimating the power of fans in this example. But I just, I can't, I can't see it. Uh, And Zuzu says a draw at Anfield won't be a bad result, provided that we don't lose at Man City. And it is that proviso. it really is that proviso that we don't lose at City. If we draw this game, I'm going to be okay with it. I'm not going to be pleased. Um, I'm going to be okay with it. I'll be like, okay, I'll take it. But I'm not going to be like happy about the fact that we don't win today because I think we need to win the game. Uh, if we want to win the league, I think we have to win either this game or the game at the Etihad. I can't see us losing both and still winning the league. I can't see that happening. Um, so, yeah, we we need to win today. And we just need to keep winning. The only game I think we can afford to lose is the City game. I think we have to win the rest of them. Um, (laughs) So beating Chelsea, beating uh, Newcastle, beating Liverpool, we have to do all of them. We have to win every game if we want to win the league. But, uh, you know, I've got really good faith that we can do it. I'm optimistic. I'm positive about this. I think we can. I think we can get a result against City. So let's wait and see what happens. Um, But uh, it's a big day today. Very much so. And let's hope that we can get the result that we need. Um, let's go to Gunner Dude says, uh, in response to Xander, 
uh, the leak of the potential kits to see what the reaction is throughout the year before they release it. Um, yeah, of course, I, I think leaks sometimes come out, obviously, because people want to scoop and people want to be the first to reveal information. That's one of the big downsides of journalism, I think, in the world today is that there's more care in being first than there is in being right. And I think if, if Saliba plays today, there's going to be obviously an element of that side of things, of the need to be first about reporting that he wouldn't be available for this weekend, for instance. You know, I've not heard anything to suggest that he's been ruled out of the weekend yet at all. Um, yeah, sure, it's fine saying he's a doubt. It's fine saying um, it's unlikely he might play. But, if, you know, earlier in the week, if there was any suggestion that Saliba categorically wouldn't be playing in this game, it's, I think it's more guesswork than anything else because it's a day-to-day it's a day-to-day assessment of the player. Whether he trained yesterday, we don't know if he did or not because the club have kept things very quiet regarding training and I'm sure they wouldn't have shown anything not to give any hints away to Liverpool. Um, we have to hope. We have to hope. Um, Alex says, Tom, I had the opportunity to read your article on FL about the Arsenal black kit. Then you'll understand my emotion towards it. <laughs> I'm gutted. I'm absolutely gutted that it's going to be going. Um, because it for me is, it, if we're Arsenal going to win the league, Touchwood, you know, it's an iconic, iconic kit that has to be treasured forever. Um, I might even take it to the Emirates to get a gold patch put on it if it was, if indeed the situation arises that we can do that uh christopher says tom which game do you think is the toughest liverpool away city away or newcastle away city away without a shadow of a doubt city away is the hardest game that we have this season they're the of the best team in the league besides ourselves so yeah uh god says saliba starting you heard it here first again it's just that need to be first <laughs> being first has unfortunately overtaken being right and I hope that's something that I never have to do. So, for instance, like the whispers around the Chelsea game being moved, you know, there's been suggestions that it might have. Um, we've had that information double-checked and we were told that a decision's not 100% been made. That was a couple of days ago. And so I could tweet out with a suggestion saying that, oh, the Chelsea game is going to be moved to the Tuesday just because there's a chance that that might happen because, oh, I might get some credit or... I might tweet it out and then if it turns out happening, people will go, oh, well, we must have connections. And yeah, sure, I have some connections, but I've not been given any indication that that's a guarantee that that will happen yet. There's certainly discussions I've been told that are going on around that because you've got the Youth Cup game being played on the Saturday night at the Emirates. And then there's a problem with the policing in midweek as well because there's preparations for the King Coronation the following weekend. So it's very difficult to know whether or not that game is going to be moved. But why why the, the Youth Cup game would take precedent over... The Premier League, I'm not so sure. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, we'll uh, hopefully, uh, fans that have booked tickets, hotels, travel, won't find themselves uh, having to uh, change things or, or miss the game entirely, which would be an absolute travesty. So fingers crossed everything works out for people. But as I say, there have been these rumours that the Chelsea game might be moved. But uh, I've been told that it's still, and it, as I was told two days ago, Everything's still a bit up in the air about that. So let's wait and see. Uh, Akmal, Chelsea game moved. You heard it here first. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's just the desire to be right. Uh, the desire to be first, so much better than the desire to be right. Um, Natji says, what impact will Mick McCarthy leaving Blackpool have? You know, it shows you my focus on Arsenal. It's so great. That I'm only even watching about things. Uh, Blackpool manager leaves championship strugglers after less than three months in charge. Um Mutual consent was the reason behind that. Hopefully a positive one, uh, Matt. I'm hoping it's going to be positive for the reason as to why 
Um, we have ho- we'll hopefully be having our loan roundup next week. I delayed it a week because I want to try and get the opportunity to see uh, to get you as much expert insight as I can on the players. But yeah, next week hopefully we'll bring you the the loan update and we'll hear about some of the thoughts. Fingers crossed, maybe uh, of of Charlie Patino and not having Mick McCarthy in charge. But certainly, I don't think it did him any favors that much, really, to be honest. Uh, if indeed that was the case. Um, let's go to boom, 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 boom. Um, Steve says off subject, but yesterday a car stopped and reversed up to me and asked if I wanted a lift as I was carrying some heavy shopping bags. It was the first outing in my TGT cap. It must be a sign. I mean, my recommendation always is don't get into a stranger's car. (laughs) That would be my first recommendation always. Um, but if it was a genuine gesture of goodwill, Maybe the cap is bringing with it some positivity in your lives. I hope that's the case. That'd be great if it was. Um, but uh, yeah, my, my recommendation certainly, Steve, would always be please don't get into strangers' cars. Um, that's always the way forwards. Anyway, we're going to wrap the show up there. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in. I don't think we're going to have a show this evening because, of course, we're bringing you a show tomorrow morning, reacting to the game today, unless I find time to do so. Um, but I will be covering the game, unfortunately, from home. I won't be traveling up to Anfield, which sucks, but it's a very busy press box, so I couldn't get in for this one. But um, indeed, we'll be covering the game. Live blog will be on football.london, giving my reaction. We'll also have a match reaction show uh, on the Arsenal way after the game, which I hopefully should be able to do. And uh, yes, tomorrow morning, I'll be back with you guys to react fully with you all uh, about today's game. Let's keep those fingers crossed because a win would be glorious and yeah it would mean a hell of a lot if we we're able to do it thank you for listening i'll see you again very very soon have a fantastic day and as always up the arsenal come on you gooners it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.